0: Yo, welcome back. We are so glad to have you here on the Visionary Podcast. Today I am super excited for who we have with us. Someone who I've known for a little while now and someone who I know is going to bring some quality stuff, some great advice. Someone who I relate to in a lot of ways with where we are in life. It's super cool every time we get to talk because of the circumstances that we're both in the opportunities that God has blessed us with in a lot of ways. And I'm always drawn to the little things she has to say, the little impacts that she's been able to make already, and the things she's going to do in the future. It is super dope, and I'm so excited to share her knowledge with you guys today. Her name is Emily Williams, and uh, she's from Dallas, Texas. Emily, what's good with you?
1: Hi. (laughs) Um so I'm Emily. I am from Dallas. I'm currently in college. I'm finishing my, it's like weird with me. I'm graduating next year. So technically I'm a senior, but also technically I'm a junior. <laughs> Anyways, all that to say, I'm in college. Um, and I am basically just a very busy person, constantly doing stuff um and trying to find all the ways to have fun while doing it that's basically me um and I would say the best piece of advice I've ever received was you have to start somewhere um that one I think about almost on a daily basis especially when I'm starting something new or finding that like inspo to keep going or encouragement. Um, because when I first started doing anything, I started a fashion blog and a blogger at the time I was feeling very discouraged and she was like, everyone starts somewhere. So basically that was my way of being like, or her way of being like, okay, well, it doesn't matter that like you're very small right now or you don't have this big following or whatever, fill in the blank. Um, She was like, because even I was there. And so like, that was very encouraging to me because it's so true. Even when I started my business, I mean, I still think that I'm like, okay, well everyone at some point was (laughs) still where I am today, you know? So I don't know that just sticks with me and it's kind of cliché but it's so true because yeah. you don't think about that when you see like successful people you don't think about the fact that like they started from ground zero too
0: Yeah for sure I th- honestly in my mind I think just taking the step to start makes you successful honestly just getting it off the ground mm-hmm. makes you successful you know a lot of the time we base success off of numbers or off of sales in the category that me and you are in but honestly like the biggest battle is just getting started and uh, thankfully that's Mm -hmm. what we're talking about today your advice (laughs) uh, fit perfectly with that and uh, I do want to kind of before we dig deeper into kind of getting started and what you went through and all of that can you go into kind of what you have going on, the things that you have started, the things that you are doing? Cause I know there's several of
1: them. There definitely is. Um, so right now I am running my clothing business, which is solely online and I'm doing school and I'm also um, modeling which is something new for me. I'm not used to like I'm not used to that being classified as a job or something that I have to like go and do. Um and then I'm also managing social media which that one I'm like okay, I'm kind of like used to that one. Um and I'm also sponsoring a little girl in Kenya and so that's also that is basically incorporated into my like day-to-day life just because i feel like i'm almost i'm like i'm a parent without being a parent you know i'm like a financial yeah. parent
0: that's funny yeah um,
1: <laughs> which it's kind of true but um that's pretty much like all that i have going on right now i mean it's a lot because technically just school alone could be like Its own like thing, you know.
0: For sure, yeah. That's that's a lot for if anybody's like you you saying that's all. Like no, that that's a lot. Like there's (laughs) there's definitely a ton going on there. Trying to balance school and online shop, and also having jobs where you're modeling and keeping up with that as well. Like that's a lot, but it also shows your heart. Like I was talking about at the very beginning of this intro, and you like that's so cool that that's what you want to go into. That's all those different areas, all those different passions that you've had, and you've chased them, and you've went into them. Like, that's Mm -hmm. so cool. You're a living testimony to what I talk about a lot on here. That's why I was so excited to have Mm -hmm. you on here, because we talk a lot about people's purpose, and God's purpose for their life, and how a lot of the time that shows up in your passions, and that shows up and the things he's drawing you towards. And you just dove in headfirst. You went for it, and I love that because I did the same thing, and I'm super excited for us to be able to talk on that. I, I think that this is one of the biggest, toughest moments of every person's life that's going the route of creating something or starting something or even putting yourself out there you know I think that first step the jump is the toughest part and so with that I wanted to ask you how you dealt with the fear of failing in front of people when you first started doing things like the fashion blog and like your brand and all of that
1: Hmm. that is a that's a good topic um so it's funny you say that whenever I started my fashion blog I got a good taste of the dynamic of what the dynamic looks like whenever you do something that isn't the ordinary Mm. and isn't the traditional path yeah um because I got I saw it as something that I was doing, you know, for fun and I enjoyed it. And I thought other people liked it, which other people did. But then you had that group of people who were like, oh, my gosh, she's so weird. You know, just having like, they just had like negative feedback. Yeah. And, um, you know, of course, hearing things like that, not only with just like, fashion blogging but with my business and with studying for law school and all of that you know it's discouraging like there's no other way to put it like it simply is discouraging because hearing those things and seeing react like negative reactions is not gonna make you feel encouraged to keep doing it you know yeah but um whenever I am faced with that I just have to remember like why I'm doing it And, um, like with fashion blogging, I had to tell myself, okay, why am I doing this? Like, why am I, why am I putting in all this work? If like, people are just going to hate on me basically, you know, um, and even with my business where even like the negativity and the backlash and the fear of all of that on top of just my own fear of failing, I, of course, intensifies with that, um, and I would say, I just had to resort back to okay. I've prayed about this, and I'm here. I am in this day, and I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, why? You know, mm-hmm. like if I'm going, if the Lord wouldn't put me in it just to watch me fail. Yeah. And the voices of people around me, making me think I'm gonna fail and making me kind of driving that fear basically that's not from the lord and that's just something that i had to remind myself and i still remind myself every day because it's hard whenever so many people just out of their own jealousy or um i don't know out of their own fear basically they're just not you know probably at a good place in their own heart yeah and so just like understanding that this is so much more than me and what I'm doing mm-hmm. along every season of my life and along or in all the different things I'm doing. That's what helps me kind of drive that fear out, yeah. if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can relate to you in so many ways with that because, you know, you're talking about it being different. It's not normal. And to do something successful, you have to find what's missing. What's missing is not going to be what's ev- like everything else out there, and so that backlash is automatically going to come. It, I, I have seen that a lot with this ministry because we don't call ourselves a church. I don't call myself a pastor, one, because I don't feel like I deserve that label yet. I feel like I have a lot more to do before I call myself something like that, but just the structure of what we do. It's a 21 year old dude starting a ministry. I've had so many pastors, so many elders, so many people with a lot of wisdom, people I respect big time, question me, question what I'm doing because they haven't seen me in action. They haven't seen what I can do because one, I didn't put it out there. And two, because they haven't shown up to anything that we have done. And They also weren't there when God gave me the call for different things. And I think it's one of the biggest parts is realizing that, understanding that sometimes those people aren't going to be able to see everything that you're doing. They're not always going to understand what you're doing. I think a great story to kind of bring Scripture into this is Noah with the ark. You know, dude was building a ginormous boat, and a lot of people were walking by like, bro, you're crazy. What are you doing? Yeah. And he still built it. He kept going. No matter who was talking, no matter what people were saying about him, no matter what was going on, no matter what troubles came against him, even in the process, he believed and he went and did it. And one of the craziest things that somebody brought up to me, uh, shout out to Emily Bennett if she ends up listening to this. She brought it up a couple of years ago in a Bible study. Imagine the people after the boat was built when the rain came that knew what Noah was doing throughout that whole time, imagine the people that were beating on the door of that gate to that boat Mm. saying, hey, let me in. But those people two years before were probably doubting and were making fun of them. And it was all in the process that the failure, the fear of failure, the judgment from others came. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that we see now especially in the culture that we're in where everything is so public that you're afraid to fail, especially in front of other people. So you just don't start. So you decide, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to do it at all because I don't want to fail in front of everybody. And I've seen that a lot with the people that I have in vision right now. I've got several people that will tell me they're called to ministry, will tell me that they know they're calling, they know where they're supposed to go, and i'll just look them dead in the face and be like okay what are you doing to start what are you, what are you doing to learn what are you doing to go and most of the time the answer is like well i'm i'm just kind of i'm waiting i'm i'm going to let it all play out and in my mind it's kind of you're going to fail either way you might as well go ahead and get the failure out of the way now and start learning start talking to people get some mentors even if you don't physically start yet, even if you can just learn some, even if you can just take a couple steps, I think that those little things will help so much. I tell my little sister all the time who's in middle school, doesn't matter how fast you're going if you can get the head start. I try to teach her stuff now. like she's got a little her little own business right now where she's making keychains and I'm loving it because like she saw me making mm-hmm. stuff and she started making stuff and i think it's so cool that she she didn't care she just took a step she was like hey people might think these are ugly but i like them and i can make some money so i'm going to do it and yeah i really really loved that mindset of just why not i i know god's calling me to it i know god's pushing me to it so why not start it why not why not just try and see what happens if god doesn't want me to do it yet it's not going to happen yet and so
1: exactly
0: Uh, I really, really agree with what you're saying there. Just kind of dealing with that pressure and not letting it phase you in a sense of letting other people affect how you live your life when you know God's called you to a certain place and called you into a certain situation. So kind of bringing that into the next question that I want to ask you. uh, Obviously, me and you both, we, we both have a lot going on, and we talk about it all the time, and I think there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. Uh, if you're anything like me, I put a lot of pressure on myself to get a lot of things done, to make sure that I do everything I need to do. How do you feel that you've best dealt with that pressure, if you have felt it? May- maybe you're just totally different than me, and you just, you get everything done, and it's no problem, and I wish I had that, but uh what what things do you have especially in that area of like there's a lot you have to get done and there's a lot of pressure on yourself during that time do you ever deal with that Do you ever feel that as well
1: um every day i feel that <laughs> literally every single day um and it's heavy so heavy because yeah. i one not only do i feel pressure just me in general I like to get things done. I don't like to leave things, like, incomplete. And so whenever I'm feeling that pressure, which is, like, every single day, um, I just have to remember, well, okay, I guess for me, pressure is uncomfortable. It makes me feel uneasy. Yeah. And um, I, I would say that, because i feel uncomfortable when i feel that pressure i kind of like take a step back and i try to see the bigger picture just take a moment because if i'm feeling pressure that means i'm doing like i'm going 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 i'm doing i'm not stopping and so taking a step back and like seeing okay what does god have to say about this day in this task and what i'm doing in this pressure does he think that i'm doing okay you mm-hmm. know like yeah does he care if i get it all done you know is this gonna matter whenever i see him face to face things I like that like just asking myself questions yeah yeah like just asking questions and of course the answer to, like the answers to all those questions just like kind of immediately like takes that pressure off
0: mm-hmm For sure, I I completely agree with that. I I ask myself that question nonstop. Like, does this really matter? You know, it does it -hmm. does it really matter if I get this graphic posted today? Is that going to depend on whether I end up in heaven or if I go to hell? Like, is is that one graphic really going to make that big of a difference? And it's so true that just asking that question can really help you out. So much. And I kind of took that question in my own life and made that how I prioritize my day. You know, deciding, okay, it's a huge deal. Like, it's way more important for me to go and pray with this group of people over this family than it is for me to make sure I get this reel posted about the Visionary Podcast. Like, that, mm-hmm. it's way more important for me to do something like that, for me to serve and for me to touch someone else and be there for someone else than it is to get something like that done. And I think that those pressures, I, I think I can put a lot of that on myself, but also I feel like that can come from mm-hmm. other people as well. The expectation to always get things done. I think that I've placed an expe- expectation on myself for sure to be the best I can possibly be. And mm-hmm. I also think that that rubbed off eventually with me being in the same city, my entire life, me being around the same church, my entire life, all of my friends kind of being the same group for a long, long time. It began to feel like everybody expected me to always have it all together, to always get it done, to always be the one that can do it. And I, I began to kind of look deeper into that not too long ago, and I I realized that that led me to another thought. That pressure led me to another thought where I began to blame things on other people, letting other people be my excuse for why I didn't get something done. And I think that that, in turn, hurt me in a sense because I quit letting other people help me, and I quit letting other people come in and do different things. And I, I would strongly encourage the listener, if that's something that you catch yourself in, instead of it being a scale of, did I get it done? Let it be a scale of, did I do everything I could? Uh, understanding, okay, I need time for myself. I, I have now made a time for myself every night where I put my phone down and I read and I learn and I grow also do it every day when I get home from work around noon. I'll take time, and I'll learn. I'll grow. Those are my chances to take a break, get away from work, and instead just do what I love, be with God, learn from God, because eventually those things naturally turn into things that I'm able to use with vision and help other people with. And I think that in those moments, I got so caught up in letting other people be the excuse for why I wasn't getting main things done when really what mattered more was let me make sure that I'm growing first off. I'm learning. I'm being the best I can be with God because my relationship comes before the ministry does. My relationship with God, my own health matters more than this job does. And when I started taking that and choosing to now look at it in a way of, okay, in the time that I'm giving myself, am I giving everything I can? If the answer to that is yes, then it doesn't matter how much I got done that day. As long as I'm proud of what I did. As long as I'm proud of where I'm at. And so, another big thing that I've seen with that is there's a fear in a sense of, yes, there's a feel of fear of failure. But I also think there's this mindset that our generation has definitely taken on where we care so much about what other people think. And I definitely do think it comes from the platforms that we have socially, being able to put things out there. I think we have taken that in more than probably any other generation has because of the availability we have to a lot of things. But how do you deal with that?
1: That is a good question. I would say if I struggle with... If you could pick any struggle ever for anything, (laughs) I definitely... My number one is caring what other... Well, trying to not care what other people think. I struggle with that so much. And in part, it has to do with social media because everyone has you know, the picture-perfect life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I would say one of the ways that I deal with that is I just take an eternal perspective and I have to actively, like, work at remembering, like, what truly matters because the world is so loud, right? And yeah. so not eternal, And so, of course, it's going to be hard to like remember, you know, when you're scrolling through Instagram, that like Instagram is literally probably the most pointless thing ever in terms of like, we're not going to have Instagram. I don't, I don't know. I can't say for sure, but I highly doubt (laughs) we're going to have Instagram, you know? Like, I highly doubt that'll be a thing. And so it's just like, you know, does it truly matter? Um, what other people think on what i'm doing because at the end of the day people only care about themselves and so why would i let the opinion of someone else hinder me especially if i walk in i think it helps when you walk in confidence knowing that you're doing what the lord has told you to do
0: absolutely And so
1: no one's opinion around you matters because they're not god and they're not, they don't know what they're doing. So it's like, you know, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. It's that confidence in knowing that you're where God wants you. If you're yeah. where God wants you, then nothing else matters. I, I completely agree with that. And when I was thinking on this, I was trying to think of where that embarrassment came from. Why Why do we get so embarrassed? Why do we begin to have that humiliated feeling? And The origin of it is Adam and Eve. Uh, It's actually funny. Both of the stories that I found for this question, for this thought, were both about people being naked in the Bible. It was weird. But uh, the first one, Adam and Eve, when they eat from the tree, when the devil comes in the form of a serpent, it's revealed to them that they're not clothed, that they're not covered, and they worry about that, and so they hide from God. And in that moment, God doesn't say, why did you eat from the tree? God asks them, why are you hiding? How do you know that you're naked? And in that moment, that is the first time where someone allowed the input, the voice of someone else, the opinion of someone else to affect who they were. And then the other one is David. David was dancing through the streets, butt naked, just having a blast in God's glory, <laughs> just enjoying himself, just celebrating God. And when I was looking at those two different stories, it's like totally different opposite sides of the spectrum. I think we need to be living like David. We need to be okay to jump out there, be okay with putting it out there, understanding I'm just now starting. I'm just now doing what I'm supposed to do. You're going to inspire some people, and you're going to catch some judgment from some people. I guarantee you there wasn't a lot of people that were inspired by David. There's probably a bunch of people looking (laughs) at David saying, what are you doing, bro? Like, what is going on? But he was celebrating and he was proud of what had happened. He was good with being that way. And uh, (laughs) if I got any advice for anybody, be naked. Like, no, that's not what I'm (laughs) saying at all. I mean, kind of in a way, be okay with that. Be okay with just putting yourself out there and standing out and being different. I told you when I was texting you asking you to be on this podcast, I feel like you do a great job of that. And honestly, like you saying that that's one of your biggest struggles, I would have never expected <laughs> that because I feel like you're just always like your Instagram profile is money. Like it's on point. It's really good. <laughs> and <laughs> you don't care. You're just you're doing what you know you're supposed to do. You're putting yourself out there. You're doing all of those things. And I think that's what matters the most is seeing that, OK, it's what God has called me to matters more than what someone else can say about me. And it's that simple. Once you take that mindset, somebody saying that you're trying too hard doesn't matter anymore. A creator has to act like a creator before it gets called a creator. When you're talking about a social Mm -hmm. media platform. Like at some point, David Dobrik was making videos for 100 people talking to a camera. It was weird then, but now it's cool. It's one of those things. You just have to take the step. At first, you're going to catch that judgment. At first, you're going to be naked. People are going to look at you and say that you're weird. But be okay with it and keep walking and keep going because eventually you're going to learn. You're going to grow. There's going to be some scars. You're going to fail. But failure is a good thing. You just have to look at it in the right perspective and be okay and Mm -hmm. take that learning mindset and keep on going with that. And so that's kind of the last question I want to hit you with in a way is uh, when that failure comes and one it's in front of other people and people begin to treat you a certain way because of it or judge you a certain way because of it how do you deal with that and then also how do you just deal with failure in general
1: um I would say for me one big thing that I have to do is I have to like take like an afternoon or an evening or a night or something and just like allow myself to like realize that I failed just because yes. obviously that's not the outcome you want. So and important. so I have to like I I just have to take like a little amount of time to like process it. And I think that's important for any emotion.
0: Absolutely.
1: Is that you process it. Um and then I I kind of take on the perspective that perspective of like okay that didn't work out what can i do next what can i do better what is the lord trying to teach me through this what does the lord want me to do because i see i view failure as like the railing whenever you're doing bumper cars Mm. like you're on this like thing you're on this road And you're on this road that God's calling you to. And whenever you hit the side, like that's not like, that's just him like redirecting you. That's good. And um, I think that having that perspective helps so much because the world teaches us to like wallow in our failure. Mm -hmm. Whereas like God tells us like, Hey, I'm not going to let that work out because I want you to do this or Mm -hmm. I have this in store. And so just like, taking a second to process that things didn't go how you anticipated and then like realizing that um you just need to change your perspective that's what I do and that has been like night and day for me because Mm -hmm. now it's like okay it didn't work out let's move on you know
0: yeah absolutely you can't change what's already happened
1: exactly yeah
0: and for me one of the biggest things is when other people see that when other people notice that a lot of the time at first, when I would fail or when someone would just recognize that I was doing something wrong or that mm-hmm. something didn't work out. I would I would be pretty angry about it when people would make fun of it or when people would see it and they mm-hmm. would talk about it, I would be like, "You're not doing anything. like at least I'm trying. <laughs> That, that was a big yeah. mindset that I had. And I realized later on, like, that's the wrong thing to say. That's not the wrong way. To, that's not the right way to look at that. And
1: yeah,
0: it was Uh, I was talking with somebody and they reminded me of the story of the Jews with the Romans and Jesus was telling the Jews about mm-hmm. forgiveness and about how they were supposed to treat the Romans during this time, the Romans could take the supplies off of their horse they could take their saddle and all the things that the horse was carrying it was law that they could give the horse a break for a mile and a jew would have to carry it for them in that moment jesus told the jews when you're done with the mile carry it another mile don't let them have the flattery of being able to make you do it say oh no you know your horse is really tired. Let me let me take it another mile. I don't have to. You can't tell me to, but I'm still going to. I'm I'm gonna do even mm-hmm. more for you. I'm gonna treat you even better. And then another one was the same story. This with the Jews and the Romans, and it was talking about how they could hit them whenever they wanted to. The Romans could just take a take a lash, just. Punch him in the face. And that's where you see the story where Jesus says to turn the other cheek. And both of those things were big moments revealing how we're supposed to treat other people, no matter what they do to us. And when I started taking that, and I was like, okay, I can't physically take stuff out of somebody's car and carry it two miles for him. Like, that wouldn't work anymore. Th- that's that's not our world anymore. But when I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about this situation in this story, And someone's not going to judge you or place something on you when you've served them, when you've done something nice for them. And so that was when I really saw vision change. was when I took a mindset of servanthood instead of just leading. I think for a little while, I was really worried about making sure I was investing in other people. I didn't realize that investment wasn't always from the top. A lot of the time, investment's from the bottom, pushing people up and helping them grow, pushing them to where they need to go. And so when I finally took that mindset and decided, okay, yeah, these people might not agree with what I'm doing. These people might not like what I'm doing. They might be glad that I'm failing right now. But if they could just see the goodness in my heart and in Vision's heart, I know that their thoughts will change. I know that their opinion towards this will change. So the next thing I do, let's let it be something that will help them and invest in them and grow in them. And I'm not just going to do it in a way to get back at them, to make them feel guilt. I'm going to do it because that's what God called us to do, because that's what's going to help change their heart. Maybe if I'll do that, they won't judge someone else later on. They'll jump behind them and be like, hey, I I see the potential in this. Let's go. Let's keep pushing. And so when I did that, I really saw a big change. And so that would be one of my biggest encouragements is taking that story from Jesus to the Jews back in the day and implementing it in your own life in a different way. And uh, it's really helped me a lot. It's really changed my perspective. It's changed the way I lead. It's changed a lot of my different thoughts. And I'm super, super grateful for that moment when one of my mentors revealed that to me because it's one of the biggest changes that I've tried to focus on here recently in my life and I've had so much more open up so many more opportunities Mm -hmm. and so many more different things just because my attitude changed and because I decided it wasn't all about leading it was also about touching and about reaching and about doing the good works just in a different way and so that was huge for me that's that's really all the questions I got. Do you have anything else that you want to add, any questions you want to ask, any other things? I do want you to throw in there the name of uh, the clothing brands you have going on so people can go check all of that out. Tell them about what all you got going on that they can see that they can be a part of, all of that.
1: Um, so my shop is called Ellie Mae, which, fun fact, I named it after my dog that I had growing up. That's um so cool. which is so funny because it's like you would never think that yeah. um so the insta is shop ellie May, that is e-l-l-i-e-m-a-e um and i'm trying to think so you can follow along on there and there's a lot that i don't know i kind of combine like that instagram and my instagram yeah. so it's kind of like you can stay in touch like either way mm-hmm. um But, yeah, I think
0: that's, like, really the only thing, right? Yeah. I I think so. You don't really – all of your work is more of not on social platforms, going to law school and doing all this extra (laughs) stuff. Like, you got a lot going on behind the scenes, which I love. I think that's so cool. Uh, But, yeah, girls, go check that stuff out, for real. It's really, (laughs) really cool. Uh, She's got some really, really dope stuff. I'm super excited uh, eventually I'm gonna end up buying some of your stuff and painting on it we've already talked about mm-hmm. that I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. take some <laughs> of it and uh, throw some of the vision vintage touch on there and uh, see if we can do a little Ellie Mae slash uh, Ellie Mae times vision <laughs> collaboration thing but uh we'll see yeah. I'm super excited to see where uh, our friendship goes where everything that you have going on goes I I know that God's hand is all over it, and so I'm super excited for you mm-hmm. and uh, to the listener. I hope you learned something today. I really do. I feel like there was a lot of good stuff out there. For anyone that needed the push, take the chance. Take the step. If, if you're have if you wanting to start a clothing brand, hit one of us to up. We've done a little bit of it now. Uh, I, I think we can help you out a little bit. Uh, if not, still hit us up. I might be able to connect you with somebody. I might be able to give you some sort of connection. That's part of what vision is. My goal is to help invest in you and in your purpose. So if there's anything that I can do, I'm always going to try to help. And uh, with that being said, I really hope that what we spoke on today spoke to you and led you in a great way. I do want to leave and say that you are loved. You are needed. We always say that. I know that sometimes you can feel like no one's there, but that's what vision's for, we're here, we're here for you, we're here for what you're wanting to do, what you feel God has called you to do, and we're also here for you just when you need it, if you ever need anything, hit me up, I promise I'll answer, I promise I'll look, that is the one thing I always make sure of, it's about those priorities, just like we were talking about earlier, you mean so much more to me than any of the clothing pieces or a podcast could, so I do want to go ahead and plug the next Vision Vintage release will be uh, late October, early November. We've got some huge stuff coming up really soon. I'm super excited to get it out there to you guys. We've got a couple of events going on here really soon that we've never done before. Some big opportunities that God has placed in our lap. So I can't wait for you guys to see all of that. One of them should be announced here really soon, like in the next two weeks or so. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, that's all we got for you. I hope you have a great day and God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the visionary podcast. I hope what you heard today touched you and helped you grow. If you would like to learn more about what we are doing here at Vision Ministries, you can check us out on Instagram at B-Z-N-M-I-N, Vision Men. If you enjoyed what you heard today, feel free to leave a review. Give us five stars. Let us know what you think. And then if you also have any ideas of other topics you would like to hear from us, hit us up on instagram dm us tell us that you've enjoyed it or tell us of potential ideas potential topics that you would like to hear and also ask us any questions about the ministry and what we're doing we would love to connect with you and we would love to invest in you thank you so much for listening and i hope you have a great day